0: Hello, and welcome to the BA Knowledge Share. In this episode, I'm honored to have Asif Sharif, who is a founder and CEO of Modern Requirements, uh, which is a software uh, product. So welcome, Asif. Hey there. Um, So can you sort of give us a little bit about your background and Modern Requirements as well?
1: Sure. Um, Well, to begin with, when I was young and smart, I used to be a developer and as a developer, um, one of the biggest challenges we face is understanding what needs to be done Mm -hmm. and managing the change of what needs to be done. And when I became the director of research and development for a large company, the problems only compounded because the complexity of a large system grows exponentially as the size grows. And so the question was, how do you solve this problem? And so what we did at Modern Requirements is we built a product for collaboration, requirements, solicitation, management, uh, reporting, compliance, and so on, to be able to solve not only software development, but firmware and hardware as well because they all have there are nuances that needs to be managed. And finally, uh, one of the things we we did was back in 2010, Microsoft reached out to us and asked us to build modern requirements on Azure DevOps. Well, back then, uh, Team Foundation Server, TFS. So we did that. Mm -hmm. And that partnership continues to um, exist today uh, in fact, one of the things I'll show you later today is uh, Azure DevOps Copilot, uh, which we have been co-developing with Microsoft's assistance, and uh, so that relationship continues. So we're really a solution that's built on Azure DevOps, um, and so it completes um, Azure DevOps. Uh, so yeah, so that's how we came about, and 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 we serve clients. All the way from banks and insurance companies to medical devices to um, automotive parts and um, governments and so on and so forth and small clients as well as large um, users of our systems so it's a broad portfolio of global clientele that we serve with modern requirements
0: great now can you sort of dive into um you you have a broad client base um examples of how um, they're using your products, um, you know, in the industry?
1: Yeah. So so if you look at some of our, say, um, medical device industry, so we have many clients, uh, Fortune 500 clients, that build medical devices. Uh, their, their system requirements, uh, the risk analysis, um, have to go through internal, but more importantly, FDA audits. Um, how do you make sure that uh, your system is compliant with the, your standard operating procedures, um, which can stand the test of an FDA audit? You see, when when building a system for medical devices, if your audit fails, you've just lost a year, maybe two. That's a very expensive price to be paid. So that's one use case. The other use case is where we have clients building business applications um, like banks and they have a team of 600 uh, analysts using our system. Of course, their, their IT division is humongous but uh, now they have to manage complex applications. Lots of rules. Um, so they would use our system. And on the other hand, we've got Uh, smaller private and government organizations where we might have 10 people who are trying to collaborate effectively, but what they end up with is fragmentation of information. They're using Word and Google Docs and Excel and Visio and on and on and on. So you've got a lot of tools, a lot Mm -hmm. of hands, uh, creating a lot of confusion. Modern requirements streamlines that for them so that they can communicate and collaborate effectively as well as to manage change. See, change management is one of the biggest problems in software development. Uh, You build it the first time, that's easy. What happens as you evolve? Especially because we live in an agile world, in a DevOps agile world, and now we need a system that can help us manage that change over time and be able to see how things are changing Um, and people are communicating in the same sandbox. So we bring everything together within Modern Requirements.
0: Nice. Now, um, in terms of, I'd love to see the guts of, of Modern Requirements, um, and if you could sort of do a demo, that would be, that'd be awesome.
1: Sure, absolutely, love to. Let me share my screen. And um, here we go. All right. So Modern Requirements. Um, let's go to So I'm I'm gonna take you through a few key areas. Mm -hmm. And uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a look at smart docs to begin with. So smart docs is a bridge between document and work item management. Of course, when you manage your items, your work items like requirements and features and and epics or user stories and risks and hazards and so on, uh, you wanna manage them atomically. So you can assign it to people, you can, you can, you can track it, you can resolve it, uh, but you want to be able to present it in an effective way. And one way to present it is to present it as a document. You see, everybody's used to working in documents, so people know what to expect from a document. When you look at objects that are all interconnected, it becomes very hard to put the big picture together. A document presentation is much more effective So this is a live document. You can, in fact, create information within the document. Um, You can insert existing information into a document. You can create diagrams uh, into the document. And not only can you create these diagrams into the document, but from the diagram, you can create uh, your work item. So I can go to this activity and say, because this activity exists, these user stories must exist, and something else might need to exist as well. So you can actually use the diagram where you can build this using a variety of stances like BPMN, uh, workflow, uh, flowcharts, UML, and other artifacts. But once you build it, you can create your requirements from here. In fact, you can further go, and you can say to the system, calculate all the scenarios for me. And the system will calculate the scenarios because you see if every step worked, but it did not come together well, it would not be useful. So we need to record our scenarios. And then further to that, you can create your test cases. So when you create your test cases, the system will detect all the test scenarios and you can publish them as a test case, work item with all your steps, the requirements linked to it and a visual that shows you the thinking behind it.
0: Now, is it is it automatically creating the test cases?
1: That is correct. So it's analyzing the, 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 the diagram and mm-hmm. creating your test cases from here. Although when you're creating your requirements from here, you're mm-hmm. doing it manually. You're determining that this activity exists, therefore I'm gonna define some requirements. However, shortly I'll show you, you can actually use the a copilot for DevOps, and that's going to automatically create your requirements, uh, given the process or given requirements or features, and they also create test cases for you automatically based on and, your technical requirements.
0: For those that are not familiar with Copilot, you and I were having a conversation before we started recording. Um, copilot is is a new tool, correct?
1: That is right. So we have, okay. we, we have been working with Microsoft for the last uh, couple of months uh, with OpenAI technologies. Mm-hmm. Uh, to build out uh, the Copilot technology, you might have heard of Copilot in Word and, and other products. Yeah, uh, we've been working with Microsoft to bring Copilot for DevOps uh, within Azure DevOps. Right. So, so you see. What most people do is they tend to create diagrams in one tool like Visio and then create requirements in some tool like Word or Excel and they create test cases somewhere. And you get lots of tools, lots of hands. Uh, It's really a broken telephone syndrome on steroids. Now what we are doing is you build a good diagram, you create your requirements from it, you use the analysis to define your scenarios, use cases or test cases from the (laughs) diagram. It's more efficient. Uh, and it is more accurate, but that's just one piece of what's in a smart doc. Of course, there's lots more information that goes into a smart doc.
0: Yeah. Cause I do see here, you have scoping, which is so critical for any sort of project, be it project scope or analysis scope. So that is, is very interesting. Yes. You know, all those components.
1: Yeah. So now, not only can you build your documents with, with, with all of this information and of course your features and user stories or whatever process template you're using, but you can version your documents, you can create mm-hmm. multiple versions of it, you can open previous versions, you can compare the versions and see what changed. Because if you look at the just the work items over time, they're changing, there's a history. But to know exactly what changed is really hard. Uh, yes. This shows you a red line view of what's changed. So SmartDoc is one thing. You can take this and you can do a review, uh, get people's feedback. You can even get e-signatures uh, as part of the approval process. There is the ability to create um, trace analysis. Of course, traceability in a lot of projects, especially larger complex projects, is extremely important. Um, so he, this is showing you your your value chain up front, so epic to features to user stories. And then it's showing you how test cases are linked to the user stories and what are the bugs against them uh, have also been listed. Okay.
0: Does this connect you- with any sort of um, existing um, tools like... Jira or QC or any one of those.
1: Yeah, so 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 of course modern requirements is built on Azure DevOps, so it does similar things to that of Jira. Mm-hmm. Um, in in my opinion, it does it way better. Uh, but there is integration available, so we do provide a bridge uh, mm-hmm. to synchronize data either unidirectionally or bidirectionally with, with Jira or HPALM or um, choose whichever tool you want. There's probably 100 some odd integration points available. Gotcha, yeah. yeah. And then there is the inter- intersection matrix where you can uh, compare uh, two dimensions, user stories versus test cases. And these, these are this is sort of your test coverage count. Um, and the the arrows are showing where the links are in this view you can also make links as well as you can break links okay Uh, and everything can be exported and reported on Um, you also have a tool for impact assessment so you can actually start an impact assessment and identify what is impacted or not impacted Um, and when you're done with the process you can generate a a, an impact analysis document that identifies all the areas that are impacted, level of impact, your comments, the tasks created to manage that impact. Um, and then this is our Alice. So, sorry, our copilot. We had called it Alice to begin with, mm-hmm. uh, but this called co-pilot for DevOps. Um, and so one of the functions it does is analyze. So you can actually ask it that given this... Um, this requirement that I was on, uh, analyze it. So it'll actually go in through, through and rate it. So this is a pretty well written requirement. Uh, so it's looking at the description in any other field you choose to include in the analysis. Um, but you see in here, it gave me a nine out of 10 for completeness, mm-hmm. but it's telling me how to improve it as well.
0: Gotcha.
1: So if you look at developers, developers go through code reviews. To tell yes. you what's 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 right or wrong, and if there are ways to make it better, here Copilot can help you you by suggesting what else you might want to do.
0: And this is almost um, as if like a peer review. I mean, it's 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 really it's the validation piece
1: of it. It's it's getting to that. Um, Precisely. Now, in addition to that, um, Copilot does a bunch of things. So mm-hmm. you could convert your requirements to Gherkin format. Or mm-hmm. you can elicit. You can tell it, hey, given this, create uh, my software requirement, or identify risks in it, or create my test cases from mm-hmm. that requirement. You could tell it that convert my description, which is this, along for that feature, into a Gherkin format. It'll actually rewrite your two paragraphs into a much more user-friendly format um in a in the given when then format yep. right that's Which is brilliant because yeah. it's so much easier to read
0: it is and and the fact that it's doing it so fast
1: <laughs> yeah no? uh, and if you were to do it manually you just imagine how hard it would be to uh, it'll probably take an hour to create a good set of uh, gherkin text uh, and this is doing it in a matter of a minute. And that's not a
0: minute,
1: yeah. Yeah, you're off to the races. There's so a then, lot of
0: savings there in terms of time.
1: Yeah. So so that's really in a nutshell, obviously there's a lot more to it. There's requirements reuse. Um, there's um, baselining. Um, there's you can create mockups and wireframes um people use modern requirements to define the data model and transformation rules uh and on and on and on um so yeah that that's in short uh, how modern requirements works
0: yeah no and it's it's interesting like from an analytics perspective it's it's important to just you spoke about data models and creating rules i think those are important uh, components to consider um where what's next for modern requirements now that you've sort of started off with co-pilot. What, what's your vision for the future of
1: modern requirements? So, so there is a couple of things. Obviously, um, AI with uh, OpenAI has been mm. supercharged over the last few months. Um, and we, we see that will involve working with intelligent systems, uh, and in this case, co-pilot, so that they can help you um, do your work. So you can do the grunt work and you can do the more engagement work with uh, your stakeholders. Um, and obviously, as a co-pilot, it's helping you, but ultimately, you decide what you will absorb and you can then further modify it as need be. So we are looking at, uh, we have... Launched uh, another phase of work with Microsoft recently,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, looking at uh, uh, the sort of the next few st- stages of what's going to be in Copilot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'll see a continuous stream of of innovation from there. And I'm sure as our clients use it, inevitably they come and tell us what they really want. Right. right. So there was a time when I would have an epiphany and I'll go. Uh, Chase that idea, uh, but more and more, uh, our clients are just telling us. I think about, I would say, ninety-five percent of what we do today is because our clients are coming to us and saying, "What if we had this?" Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and once in a blue moon, we'll get some some clarity and and start pursuing on our own.
0: No, this is this is great. Um, so this was great, sort of having this conversation with you and sort of understanding what modern requirements is all about. And I'm sure there's a lot of use cases and useful features in your product that folks can sort of take away from this this conversation. Um, So thank you so much, Asif, for joining. And uh, wish you good luck with modern requirements.
1: Excellent. Well, thank you for having me. And uh, take care, folks. And uh, uh, stay close to AI. Uh, That is the future. Thanks again. I hear you.
0: Thank you.